when I heard this the first time I thought about it and I said, well, what is she talking about? And then I realized, well, this person isn't really a broadcaster uh, or a color commentator. They are an activist and their purpose is to divide and rule, to create more tension. And rather than as we were trained by real broadcasters back in the day, these people are there to divide, to create issues and just to generate anger and hatred so that more people will probably hate them or listen to them. Joy something or other is her name. She's on MSNBC and she talks about race as a tool to be used in issues and elections. Not the right way to go about it, you know, and not probably something that would be the most wise choice of words for someone who claims to be out for social justice. Hey, it's all about socialism, nothing more. The coronavirus, or the, the virus, it was a very has low salience to many yes. voters. There. Was it was education, right. which is code for white parents don't like the idea of teaching right. about race. And I mean, unfortunately, race is just the most palpable tool in the toolkit. It used to be of the Democratic Party back right. in the day when they were Dixiecrats, and now of the Republican Party. It just is powerful. I'm not a native New Yorker. I moved here within a decade ago, you know, less than a decade, half a decade ago. And, uh, you know, before this, I'd always heard about Jersey, you know, and how when a certain time of day on standing by the river, you can smell Jersey and smell when something's going on. And it isn't always just the garbage that's being carried on the wind across the river. It's the weirdness of stuff that happens in a community that mirrors New York, but sometimes also is the repository for its worst and its garbage. And unfortunately, the garbage of its politics seems to be piling up over there. There is more corruption cases and more indicted public officials in Jersey than probably in any other place in Western democracy in the entire world. I'm not just talking about the United States. I'm talking about worldwide. Jersey politics, corruption, organized crime, all the issues that have come up over the years are incredible. Now, a lot of it is sourced out of New York City, but one number one thing that you always remember with Jersey is whenever the incumbent says, oh, every vote has to be counted, expect them to say at a certain time, day or night, they're going to say, hey, you know what? The votes have been counted. Everybody go home, go sleep. It's over. You know, And that's, that's basically Jersey for you, you know. I can't get the accent. Hey, I was raised in Southern California, <laughs> Northern California. Uh, it's a totally different atmosphere and a totally, totally different world out there, dude. I mean, Zine, man, you know, surfs up in Calabunga. That's what I was taught and raised as a teenager to say. But uh, <laughs> life's changed. And now I'm talking about Jersey. And looking at the garbage on my street here in Queens and noticing that it hasn't been picked up. And yet, while walking around Manhattan, noticing the stench come across the river. Of New Jersey. Four more years. In my mind, I'm running right Hey, thank you all so much for sticking around. <clears throat> well, we're going to have to wait a little while longer than we had hoped. We're going to wait for every vote to be counted, and that's how our democracy works. I wanted to come out here tonight 
because I had prepared one hell of a victory speech. I wanted to come out here tonight and tell you that we had won. I'm here, but I'm here to tell you that we're winning. We're winning. So, we're all sorry that tonight could not yet be the celebration we wanted it to be. But as I said, when every vote is counted and every vote will be counted, we hope to have a celebration. We want, we want every legal vote counted. And you all know the way the VBMs work and the provisionals work. We've got to have time to make sure that every legal vote is counted. And I'm confident, I'm confident that when they are, I can stand before you and not say we're winning. I can stand before you and say, we've won. You know, when I talk about Jersey like that, I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm not talking about the people. I'm talking about the politics and sometimes the corruption that takes place in that place. I just want to be perfectly clear on that. And no disrespect intended to friends and family who may be living across the river. Because let's face it, any corruption and any issues and any garbage smell that comes out of Jersey probably originated where I am in New York City. We're going to be talking about something much more interesting now, and that is, of course, what exactly happened with a incident involving a major political situation that took place down in Virginia. And why, oh, why did the governor of Virginia lose his election race? He was supposed to be so popular, backed up by the National Teachers Union and everything else. But at the end of the day, even the members of the Teachers Union rejected the overly autocratic attitude of many of the people who were living and working there in the schools who say that the union no longer represents them as teachers and that it represents an ideology they find alien to their system of learning, of teaching, and the great state of Virginia, which is, after all, the state that created more presidents than any other in the United States. But you have to think about it. If old Virginia can suddenly be turned around, why, oh, why, and for what reason is it going down? What is this effort to crush so much American history for the who's and the why's and the what's? And that's something we have to consider and think about when we talk about what did exactly happen in Virginia. Scott Ziegler should be immediately terminated for this travesty of leadership. Let's go, Brandon. You guys are the disgrace. You guys are the pedophiles. You guys are playing to the hand of the pedophiles. I'll keep repeating. I am your master. You are the servants. We put you guys in those chairs. This school board has consistently withheld information, lied to the public, injected critical race theory into the curriculum, and then had the audacity to lie about it? failed to report sexual assaults per the law, failed to release declining enrollment numbers to the public. What protections are in place to make sure that sexual assaults aren't happening in our bathrooms? 
You have single-handedly woken an entire county, a nation of parents, who, are, who weren't paying attention before, including me. We're awake now and we won't stop. How stupid do you think we are? You're already in a government capacity telling us that you care more about our children than we do. It's absolutely false. It's ridiculous. If you can make a child stay home because they refuse to wear a mask, you can also make a child stay home for raping another student. And I couldn't help but notice the rules for this meeting, which state there will be no public access to bathrooms or other facilities inside the LCPS administrative offices. I guess you wanted to make absolutely certain that your restrooms were safe. You want us labeled as domestic terrorists simply because of our interest in our kids' education? What kind of parents would we be if we weren't involved in our kids' education? If my kids' care was entrusted to you, I would probably be suicidal. Here we are again at Groundhog Day. More scandals and more frustrated parents. Yeah, keep staring at me, because this war is not over. You think it is a trumped up culture war? You think we are divisive and hostile because we stand up for our children? We will not be silent. We are the protectors of our children, and we outright refuse to co-parent with you. My name is Michael Rivera and I am submitting my qualifications to fill Beth Bart's empty board seat. I refuse to allow you to destroy our schools. They are not your schools, they are our schools. You all should be ashamed and you should have the moral courage to admit you are wrong and step down. Most alarming, this past spring my daughter was cast in a play which was be to be performed in front of our community where four adults met up to have group sex. You're gonna play the game, we'll play it better and we're gonna win. We're gonna make sure the school system crumbles. We're gonna take our kids out. We're gonna defund the schools. Saying, let's go Brandon? No, we should change it to, let's go Brenda. Is anyone on this board concerned about the safety of our children? If not, resign. Never did I imagine that I would have to have a discussion with them about not using the bathroom schools. We encourage them to hold it until they get home. That's sad. Excuse me, can you look this way? Excuse me, hello, school board. You're looking down. This is the respect that you show the people who you work for. You work for us. You're fired. I have three children in this district, okay? My oldest goes with her friends and they do buddy trips to the bathroom. This is what you have caused. Like my friend, these high school students will forever suffer the effects of these crimes and each one of you are to blame. Resign now. Disgusted with all of you. You don't have the respect to even look us in the eye when we're here talking. You keep us outside in the cold. You're worthless. Ziegler, I've seen you lie in court. I've seen you lie here. Your job is on the line. Somewhere there's a village missing an idiot. Maybe you should go there and apply. Do everyone a favor in Loudoun County and resign. Remember, it could be your child next. You guys are incompetent, you're criminally negligent, and you need to do everyone a favor and resign. All of you, resign. Just do it. And by the way, it's freezing outside and there are small children out there because you can't handle it. Shame on all of you. Here's the message. The truth will come out, justice will prevail, and we will see you in court.
Oh, 